Open your Bibles for a psalm reading to the 56th Psalm, Psalm 56. If we're going to honor God's Word this day by preaching and praying and conversation among ourselves, let's cram as much into this service as we can. Amen. Psalm 56, please rise with me to honor the Word of God and the God of His Word as we read this psalm in unison. Together. Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily oppresseth me. Mine enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me, O Thou Most High. What time I am afraid, I will trust in Thee. In God I will praise His Word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Every day they rest my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather themselves together. They hide themselves. They mark my steps when they wait for my soul. Shall they escape by iniquity? In thine anger cast down the people, O God. Thou tellest my wanderings. Put thou my tears into thy bottle. Are they not in thy book? When I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. In God will I praise His word. In the Lord will I praise His word. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Thy vows are upon me, O God. I will render praises unto Thee. For Thou hast delivered my soul from death. Wilt not Thou deliver my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? Amen and amen. You may be seated. Very briefly, those of you that would like to postpone death in your life, I'll remind you that David and Hezekiah gave us examples that they cannot praise the Lord in the grave. Though you'll be praising Him in heaven with your spirit, you'll not be praising Him with the body God's given you here on earth. And there is sufficient wisdom in that prayer that two great men would pray it. And I remind you of it in light of the last verse that we read, the 13th verse, that tells us that David had confidence that God would deliver his soul from death, had done it, will do it, and would deliver his feet from falling, that he would walk before the Lord in the land of the living. If the subscript which comes before this psalm is correct, and if you have a thorough Bible, you have right under the word Psalm 56 a description by the Hebrew scribes of what this psalm was written, what occasion brought this psalm into being. And it says, when the Philistines took David in Gath. Gath was the hometown of Goliath. 
David had to flee from living in Israel because of King Saul's jealous hatred of him. And to escape Saul, he went and lived among the Philistines, and the city he chose was Gath. And as the men know from the last men's meeting we had, 600 Gittites, mighty men of valor of that city, followed David out of that city when he left it. That is one charismatic man, and I don't mean it in the way of Benny Hinn or Jesse Duplantis. I mean it in the way of David, loving the Lord God so much that even Philistines wanted to follow him instead of their own nation. So when David said that his enemies were resting his words, and they were accompanying him about, and he was fearful, and he was asking God to keep him from falling so that... He could walk before the Lord and before God in the light of the living. He was seriously talking about the possibility of dying because he was in Gath. Now remember when he was in Gath and he was called before the king of Gath, the Philistines were divided into five segments and each one of them had a king. The Bible tells us all those things in much detail. Remember he went over to a wall and began scrabbling on it with his fingernails and slobbering all over himself to feign that he was mad. And King Abimelech looked at him and said, what would you bring this madman in here? Let him go. And you know, while David was doing that, he was praying Psalm 56 and some other psalms as well, and the Lord delivered him. That's the context for these words. When you're afraid, you've never been afraid like this. I want to give verse 3 to two women. You're an old pro, Marianne, so don't feel neglected. I want to give this verse to Wendy and Angela. Verse 3, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Because you've never given birth before, it should be, and it very possibly is, a, a fearful thing that's approaching you. But I want you to appreciate this psalm and others like it, that David was in much greater straits than you will be. And he said, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. I want you to notice that verse 4 and verse 10 start out the very same way. In God will I praise His word. In God I will praise His word. And some of those reversals of I will and will I are there for you to learn that God the Holy Spirit can write the Bible any way He chooses, but the way He has chosen is the way that we're going to defend. So we will defend I will will in verse 4, and we will defend will I in verse 10. And the difference there is just to remind us that there will be differences in saying the same thing. But that's not my point. My point is, in God, I will praise His Word because the Word of God is from God. And God's the one that reveals it to us, and God opens our heart to appreciate it. And God shows us things from it, and God commits it to our care, and God asks us to teach it to our children. In God, I will praise His Word. In God, will I praise His Word in verses 4 and 10. I cannot leave this psalm without reminding you of the glory and comfort of verse 8. Thou tellest my wanderings. David couldn't live at home like you all do. David couldn't have a comfortable existence of security and perfection like you all have. David had to flee from his enemies, including his own people, and so he had to go live among the hated enemies of Israel, the Philistines. And so he wandered a lot. He lived in woods. The Bible tells us that. That's where Jonathan went and strengthened his hand in God, according to 1 Samuel 23, 16. 
Now, when the Bible says thou tellest, tellest is a word that we don't use this way any longer. Tellest means to count or to number up. When God called Abraham outside his tent to look at the sky and said, tell me the stars, he didn't mean for him to give him a lesson in astronomy. He meant for him to count them. When David came back with his dowry for Saul's daughter, Michael, he gave them to King Saul in full tale, T-A-L-E, meaning he counted them out one by one. And there were 200 of something that King Saul had asked a hundred of. So when it says, Thou tellest my wanderings, God counts up and has accounted for every one of your wanderings. When you don't know where you're going and when you're going in places that you're discouraged about, God knows that. And God is taking account of it. And God is counting them up. And it's never going to be more than you can bear. Thou countest or numberest or makest an accounting for my wanderings. That's the sense of the word thou tellest. It is my job to read in the book and the law of God distinctly and give you the sense. And the sense is comforting to those in 2012 who don't understand the word tellest as it once had meaning in the English language. Put thou my tears into thy bottle. God has a bottle where he keeps your tears. You say, but God is in heaven and I'm upon earth, but he is God. He knows your tears better than you know them. And he puts your tears in his bottle. And then he says, are they not in thy book? Not only does God count up your wanderings, not only does he put your tears in his bottle, he notes the things happening to you in his book. He has a book of remembrance. And he will deliver you and bless you and protect you. That is one fabulous verse of comfort. For those of you who feel lonely or left alone, the God of heaven knows you more intimately than anyone else does. I don't care how dearly your parents love you. They do not keep an account of you like God keeps an account of you. Look at that. No friend is ever going to do that for you. If you cry and a friend comes and puts their arm around you and says everything's going to be okay, one year later that friend cannot under any help except you telling them Remember your tears. They are not in a bottle on the mantle of that friend. And they are in no book. See, God is able to see every page in his book simultaneously and perfectly. It's his providential care for each of you. It's the God of heaven. Praise his great and glorious name. What I primarily want out of this psalm is verses 4 and 10. In God I will praise his word And in God will I praise His Word, because He's the one that gave us His Word, and we are very thankful for it. Amen. Amen.